0: Welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast and we have made it to episode 20. So I just want to start off by saying a huge thank you to you, the listener. You have made this possible. We have had over 2,000 unique downloads of this podcast alone which I just think is incredible for something that was just an idea in my head to you guys supporting me and as always please leave your feedback leave any suggestions for future guests and we'll just continue to grow this podcast and uh, see where the journey takes us so thank you and I'm not going to let you down with episode 20 because we are joined by an amazing guest Peter Shulman. Peter Showman is the founder and creator of the Goodness Me Box. Peter started Goodness Me Box five years ago with 20k in savings and has now grown the business to be the biggest online health subscription service. Great business. We go into so much detail about what Goodness Me Box is. But in this episode, we also talk about her amazing journey, the changing consumer, doing business online, the power of social media and the new era of marketing within australia goodness me box has over eighty five thousand followers on instagram and is disrupting the way brands can be noticed and purchased beta is full of energy full of knowledge and is just an amazing individual i love doing this episode and i hope you guys enjoy the episode too leave a review on itunes and let's see where we can take this podcast even further i look forward to hearing back from you enjoy
1: Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry.
0: Just want to introduce Peter shulman from The Goodness Me Box. So, thank you very much for coming.
1: Thanks for having me, Ben. Beautiful.
0: And you flew all the way in to Melbourne from Sydney just for this podcast. Just for this
1: podcast, all the way in.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh how's your day been so far?
1: It's been good. Meeting some interesting people and I'm excited for today. The smell when I walked in, nice. all the food being made. Yeah, so good.
0: yeah, brought Peter to the scalzo head office, uh, talked a bit of business and now we're going to uh, drop some knowledge bombs and give you some insights onto the world of Peter and what an amazing business that you've created. And have you created it from scratch?
1: Yeah, so I started Goodness New Box. It's been five years now. So, pretty proud we reached the five year mark. Some amazing. big stats out there of businesses who fail up until that point. And um, yeah, I had $20,000 in my savings. My background was in PR in the health and wellness space. And I just thought I'd. Take a risk and wow. give it a crack and had an idea and I just went for it.
0: Good work. And where did the idea come from? So, oh, maybe let's even take a step back and go, what is Goodness Me Box? I know what it is. Uh, hopefully yeah. try and get some products into Goodness <laughs> Me Box. But what is it for the people listening
1: sure so we are Australia's largest health food sampling service so what that means is our customers sign up online and each month we deliver a box with up to ten surprise health food products or samples We have a team of health practitioners, so everything's reviewed to make sure that it's natural and GMO-free, and it's just all about making healthy eating easy and fun, and also showing that it can be delicious as
0: well. Yeah, I've seen some of the brands that have previously been in the boxes, Mm. so the consumer doesn't know what they're getting, but they love the surprise. Yes, and that's
1: what makes it exciting as well, you know, that anticipation of waiting to see what's inside and finding out what's new on the market.
0: Oh cool and where did the idea come from?
1: So it actually all was born out of my own health journey. I found um, when I was 21 I became quite sick and the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. A lot of fatigue, low immune system and it took about three years for me to actually be diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. Okay. I was told I'd need to be in hospital once a month the rest of my life doing these transfusions and I just thought I'd didn't want to live like that so mm. i started searching for answers and it was at that point i met an amazing integrative doctor and one of the first things she recommended was to cut out food made with artificial process ingredients and try reduce the inflammation in my oh, body cool. so i was like okay so natural ingredients mm. started wandering into the supermarkets and i was just having difficulty finding products made with real ingredients yeah. And um, bring in the health food stores, and I thought this is pretty cool. Why, why aren't these products more widely available? Mm. I got quite excited given my PR background about yeah. the idea of helping promote these brands and getting the word out there. And I also realized at that point that this food actually tasted really good. I didn't feel like I was restricting myself or deprived of anything, so I thought. It'd be a great way to get others just wow. as excited about this food because it, it it's quite an experience when you're in a health food store. Like yeah. part of the joy is wandering through the aisles and seeing yeah, everything. 100%, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So it's just doing that in a different format, I guess. That's
0: great. And box number one. Do you still remember box number one leaving, or is do. it is it a distant memory now?
1: Not at all. I really remember it because we um, we packed them all ourselves, yep. and we had this really tricky tape that had to go all around the box <laughs> and so I remember packing those and it took a, it took took a really long time but I also really remember all the brands who believed in my idea oh, cool. and who said yeah we'll work with you and partner with you and for them they might not realize but like I really appreciated that support at the time from brands like Mavers and
0: Amazing. Loving
1: Earth and natural raw sea coconut water essentially they took a bet
0: look how big those brands are now as well so that's fantastic yeah
1: so that's something that I'll always remember as well because I just was someone who called them up and said hey I've got this great idea (laughs) will you meet with me
0: yeah oh cool so you got the products first well you had the idea first get the products get the box and then get the customers
1: and then get the customers and that that marketing plan was a, a big part of Getting it out there because I okay. knew I had three months for the business to make or
0: break. Okay, and how? What was the first steps of trying to get the customers? Like, what was the what was the method in your madness there?
1: Method in my madness. Well, I guess from working in PR, I noticed the industry shifting, and that social media and influencers on social media were becoming a lot more powerful than the traditional magazine editor. Yeah. And it was something at the time I kept saying to the people I was working with at the time, oh, we should really reach out to these people. And I I kept getting pushed back on that. Mm. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to take that and apply it to my own strategy. So that was one part of the strategy, getting it out there. But then also made sure, you know, we had a lot of Media going on that I'd prepped beforehand, um, great referral program happening, yep. free eBooks to grow the database. So there were a few things happening at okay. that time, but the social media really did give us that immediate boost because on the day that we launched, the sales just started coming oh, in wow. from day one. Oh,
0: that's fantastic! Yeah. So you you reached out to influencers five years ago, and now you technically become an influencer yourself because how many followers do you have now you've got it?
1: So we've got ninety four thousand at the moment and and part of the brand has been built on my story. Yeah. I think that's because one, we're hardwired to pay attention to stories. So I always recommend to brands to share that story because people want to connect with the founder as well. And um, we've found that's really helped build a community. So while the whole business isn't it's not about me it's about our community and our customers but it has helped build that that connection
0: amazing that's good and you've gone from you doing it back in boxes in your home to you've now got a full crew uh working yeah. for you now how's yeah. that going
1: so um after the, after the first month we sold out we started scaling things and so we started outsourcing okay. the packing Um we have an amazing disabled warehouse facility who oh, does it and, yep. they, and they do such a good job and um yeah so everything i guess getting all your operations in place was a big part of being able to
0: grow the business yeah. that's cool and correct me if i'm wrong but You've got boxes for the health consumer, but have you got boxes for families and different people? When did that start? We do.
1: So we've got the health box and you can personalize it for your dietary requirements. And then last year we launched our kids box, which was really exciting because what we noticed was on Instagram stories, Mm. all the mums were unboxing their boxes with their kids Okay. and then their kids are stealing everything from the boxes from them. So we've launched these mini kids boxes and it's just a way to show kids that... Healthy is fun and get them yeah. excited about it from a young age. And then we also launched a natural beauty box, which is quarterly. So, oh, cool. kind of got everything With three
0: beauty products or food and beauty, or is it? So that's
1: just natural beauty and personal care and right. home items as well.
0: Oh, cool. So, branching out into yeah. to different streams.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we find often um, the food is sort of what brings people into the natural space and then they start getting interested in. Beauty after that—that's
0: fantastic. And where do you now see the future of Goodness Me Box? Where would where would you love to go into?
1: Yeah, we just want to keep growing. I think we've got a really great range at the moment of Mm. what we offer, and just to stay really focused. That we've done a lot over the last five years, and I've learned not to get distracted by all the shiny new things. (laughs) So for us, we haven't even scratched the surface of the australian market i mean we've we've sent out over two million products um which we're really proud of but i think it's just getting started so we want to scale the health box the kids box and we've also launched um an online shop as well so it really completes the journey for the customer that they can now buy the products that they love that they've discovered yeah okay
0: so you get your box you open your box you love the treats and then I'm guessing some of the products that are in the box are literally startup startup start-up food brands, as well as existing brands that just yes. want to promote to a new kind of consumer.
1: It's a complete range, yeah. so small, medium, large businesses, it depends. I always think it's the new businesses that make the box really special. Yeah. That's the exciting stuff sometimes. Some
0: people um, have got some great ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: really good ideas, and... It's also what I'm quite passionate about is helping small businesses get the word out there yep. and grow their brand. Um, ultimately, you know, we want to see some of the big FMCG companies producing products like this as well to see yeah. the market shifting. And, you know, we want the the products that we're getting on our supermarket shelves to, to change. And
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to do my little 1% and I just – it's – For me, for a business that um, is heavily in the major retail space, there's so many new channels that have just popped up and yours is one new channel for people to explore uh, a new way of eating kind of and a new way of buying. Yes. What kind of consumer would you say you typically get buying your boxes? Because you must be, yeah. you must have so much data in your...
1: Yeah, we have quite a range. The so majority of our audience is female. Yes, right. so It's 98%. So really strong female yeah. audience. Um, we've got a few groups. So number one, it's the millennials. They're usually, yep. you know, in their 20s, whole foodies. You know, they really just want to also treat themselves and they're getting into the space. And then we also have young mums, so we find that when they do have kids, they start to become more conscious about what their children are putting in their bodies and then therefore what they're putting in their bodies. And then there's a segment for those with food intolerances or dietary requirements. Wow. And um, we try to cater to all of those. So for some people, it's about treating themselves, and then for others, it's about... you know, navigating the supermarket aisles because they find it really confusing as well.
0: That's fantastic. I'm just blown away by, yeah, you've had an idea, you've created this box, and now you have just such a kind of a tribal following um, that has bought into it and absolutely love it. And you've now got this social media aspect that kicks in. And it's just... Picking all the pieces and putting it together, and it just—it just seems to work perfectly. I'm sure there's there's many headaches. Um, I
1: think like any business, you yeah. uh,
0: you have your ups and what, downs. What would you say is your biggest headaches from a day to day basis?
1: I think, I mean, in the past, and everything's of oh. all. You know we've gotten to a good place out in the past we definitely had tech issues with the website i had no idea i was really entering the industry as a tech entrepreneur and you know being on custom built platforms and things like that that was tricky because there was nothing actually out there at that time that managed a subscription-based business. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, so even at the time when we first launched, PayPal didn't know how to handle the subscription payments. So if wow. someone's payment um, bounced or failed, mm. it was like, okay, do we bill them twice next month? Do we pause their subscription? Do we... So it how that. fascinating
0: yeah you, i wouldn't even think yeah, about that. yeah yeah so
1: on the back end i mean our community couldn't even tell what was going on yeah. they weren't as conscious of it so that was really hard but i think um just on another level running a business the team yeah. the team you know you're yeah. only as good as your team are and i think that's the thing i worry about the most are they happy are they feeling okay, challenged? Not, yeah. do you have the right people on the bus um I think that's the that's the hardest thing I personally find about running the business. That's the thing I worry about.
0: Yeah. Would you say the way you run a business is very millennial-like of running a business for your millennial consumers? Or would you say it's a, a bit of both?
1: I've never really thought of that. Um, we've got a, quite an open work environment. I sit there with the team um, I try always keep that mindset of treating them all like entrepreneurs as well because I think that's if, that's how I want them to all okay. think. Um, and I have had a couple of people go off and start their own businesses. And wow, I always say that's bittersweet because I want to keep them for <laughs> <Yeah>. myself, <laughs> but I'm also proud that the You're business like the and the team, we've given them yeah. the confidence to be able to do that. So, yeah, I guess you could say.
0: Because cool. it seems like <laughs> the, the image that I get from the social media, the website, it's... It's bright, it's light, it, it feels, I don't know, it just feels nice, like, which is probably a good representation of your brand. You're yeah. clean eating,
1: yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's not noisy, it's not like the supplement industry where it's just loud, bright colours. It's actually, you, when a box turns up, you know it's going to be kind of a lovely, well-presented, yeah. full of fun and uh, great products. Oh, exactly, yeah.
1: and we want that experience to be fun and exciting. So, branding for me has always been really important. Mm. I think with that 20 grand I had when I started, that was the one thing I spent the most money on. Okay, interesting. I was like, you know, if you put forward a brand that looks sharp and looks professional, then people take you more seriously from the beginning. So, that was something important for me. And maybe it was from my PR and marketing background that that was key for me. But I think you... You, you work with what you're good at and what you know, and then the other stuff you're not as good at, I always seem to I outsource or delegate. Yeah. Or, Fantastic. Yeah.
0: And so branding is key for you, and you picked that up early. If you were to go back five years ago, would you change anything that you've done and gone, oh, I wish I would have not done that? Or
1: I mean, yes, I de- there's definitely a lot I would change, but I also feel... Now, I've learned so much from all the mistakes I've okay. made. And you, you do make mistakes. I think as a business owner and a leader, I've a 1,000% changed. Um, now, I give my team a lot more ownership and okay. take a step back, and I'm happy for them to run with it. And I think that takes time to evolve. I mean, I was 25 when I launched the business. Wow. I d- never studied business. I'd um, always worked for someone else as well. Yeah. So that's something that takes time. Um, but I think, yes, there is one lesson that comes to oh, mind. Hard. I actually read um, Richard Branson's book, Losing Your Virginity." Oh, yeah. Good book. And, yes, there's a sentence in there that says, take risks but always protect the downside. And given that we've run into trouble before by taking some risks, mm-hmm. spending a lot of money, um that's something I always keep in mind now. I, I love taking risks and trying something new and innovating, but I will always make sure we're protected so that the business okay. doesn't sink at the end of the day.
0: Amazing. And hopefully, that, well, I know there is startups listening and there's businesses in the early phases plus also in the late phases. I know there's some big brands that message saying uh, they're listening to the podcast, which is great. Is there anything that you would say to mainly the startups um, Kind of go, what would be your advice on starting a new concept because you've literally changed the the way that people could shop online in food like you were saying subscription based mm-hmm. eating is a whole new game changer
1: yeah. I think we're in a really interesting time where you can be resourceful and not need so to rely on finances, like Mm. a huge amount of funding to get the word out there, but it's just figuring out how to do that. And obviously, social media is a huge avenue for that. But one of the things I imagine that the bigger companies are struggling with is that traditional marketing Mm. has changed, right? So if you're a brand new business coming into the market and you went and slapped up a billboard ad, decided to put some adverts on some advertising, it's probably not going to do much for your brand. You know, people don't know you. They don't understand the story. They haven't formed that brand trust and fallen in love with your brand. So brands are required to be a lot more innovative these days and also play a lot more in the digital space because there's so much data available. You can just be much more targeted as well.
0: Amazing. And my last question, we're going to talk food. Yes. How are you seeing that shift from the five years in business to the stuff you're putting in the boxes now?
1: Yeah, food. So you mean in terms of the food trends out there? Yeah,
0: kind of like the. I'm guessing gluten-free would have been high on your agenda five years ago in the boxes. And yes. I'm hoping like maybe there's more plant-based coming in are you know are you seeing the boxes change
1: definitely so um we've definitely noticed organic has Mm. grown okay for sure um sugar-free has seemed to be the one demand from australians and mainstream australians that they've understood and really grasped that concept however i think the concept of sugar-free is different to Consumers, you yep, know, carrots, yeah. is rice malt allowed? Is maple syrup <laughs> is, ste- you know, stevia is yeah. fine, etc. Um, but sugar free is, is, I'd say even above the okay. demand for organic is what we found. Um, veganism obviously is growing, but I think what we found is um, flexitarianism with people sort of taking out yeah. meat to reduce their footprint on the planet. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing so I think gen Z particularly um, in terms of demands for sustainability and yeah, okay. that's really really growing and um, gluten free and dairy free we actually recently released a box that's both gluten-free and dairy free because of the demand and that's getting taken up quite quickly it's not it's not keto but I wonder if it's because of that keto trend yeah. and Paleo, obviously, which was the previous trend yeah. that, that we've had that demand.
0: Amazing. And do you have your own favorite product that you've seen in your boxes?
1: I So I'm gluten-free myself. My mm. favorite product it's, it's kind of quite basic, but it's called GF Oats, so Gloriously Free Oats. Ooh, okay. And because in Australia, you're technically not allowed to claim that oats are gluten-free. Yeah, correct. But I've spoken to the owner and understand how their product is farmed and – have confidence that I can eat that those oats so and it gives you joy. for me yeah. it gives me joy because I missed my porridge and I have porridge every morning yeah and I'm like going, oh,
0: people are missing out on this yeah. Oh, yeah
1: so it's nothing crazy or, or incredibly different yeah. but it's um yeah something that I missed
0: that's good I went to a, we did a podcast with uh, Michael Carp from Kez's Kitchen oh yeah and you probably think I'm a weirdo because I was going, mate. Your melting moments. Like, I'm not gluten free, but that would be my number one biscuit, and any time of the day, I would have. I would. I could smash a, a tray of those. Yes, um, they're amazing.
1: I have to but, tell you. So we recently had our whole food night markets.
0: Oh, ah, I saw the photos. It yeah, looked amazing.
1: yeah, it was great. We had um, a whole lot of brands exhibiting there and sampling mm. and thousand people there and anyway we did for the evening these vegan s'mores right and so kez's provided us their melting melt moments to put together for the s'mores right beautiful and um we had a couple everyone went nuts for them and then we had a couple bags left over in the office and everyone is Abs absolutely addictive. <laughs> I love like drug dealers
0: go around there.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. People are having like five them. in a day and like, but they're healthy, right? Yeah, they're yeah. having five in a day. And I like, guess so yeah, they're really good, they've really nailed oh, those. Yeah.
0: And just that product plus I get excited and you probably picked up on how much I love food and love this industry. Like right? and I think you're in a fantastic space where you get to see all the cool stuff coming through. Yeah. And for one day, I hope Australia is ahead of America in terms of trends and yes. kind of capabilities and brands just sending, bringing through amazing new concepts. Yeah, and, and
1: I think we could get there yeah. as well, absolutely. And even New Zealand, I think the way yeah, they're there is so innovative. Yeah. So they've got some really cool products coming out of there as well.
0: That's amazing. So if anyone wants to send products to you to hopefully get into the goodness me boxes or contact you what's the best way of of making contact
1: so the best way um our email i guess is let's dance at goodnessmebox.com
0: very millennial um, something a little bit fun
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's us um or instagram you can even dm us we're just at Box, or one word
0: amazing i just want to say thank you very much for your time and I've learned uh, how a new business is created in five years, so thank you very much for coming in. Thanks, Ben. Um, yeah, look forward to uh, seeing more goodies in your boxes. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> no worries, thank you very much.